Welcome everybody, Shia number 746. We're learning today Lurafu Shalema Yosef Gidon Yaakov Ben Penina Shetakahava Rafu Shalema Basaik Shachhala Yisrael. Getting back to Amalacha of Bona building. Okay, going through some more in uh, interesting cases. One case which probably doesn't come up too often, but that is the the concept of sprinkling dry sand um, on a muddy patch of earth. It, again, this is not something that somebody's going to go do on Shabbos in general, but it's important to do. It, it is important to keep in mind that sprinkling dry sand on a muddy patch of earth on Shabbos is taka also because the sand becomes part of the ground. And it's intended to improve the ground itself. Of course, we have the structure outside or even inside, whatever the case is. Sprinkle, uh, sprinkling it is a form of building. This is brought down uh, in the Shulchan Aruch. He goes further, does the Sefer Shabbos home. Actually, this is forbidden, this taka. Also, even if the person intends to remove the sand later, for we're afraid that the, it's going to end up, the person's going to end up leaving it there permanently. So it's an important thing to keep in mind. Simply sprinkling sand on a muddy patch of earth um, on Shabbos is not allowed to be done. Sometimes it was raining, it was wet outside, somebody throws down a little bit of sand. And we're not getting into the muksa part of it, assuming it's in a, in a, in a way whereby it's not muksa. Um, however, that's done, we have to talk about when we talk about the halachas of muksa. Um, but somebody just goes sprinkle it down because of the fact that the ground, a, a muddy uh, place was a little bit wet or whatever. Um, one has to be careful not to do on Shabbos. Sefer Lamites Malachas brings it down in a little bit different language, but it's important to see when one sprinkles sand on an earthen floor, he expects it to remain there indefinitely. The sand thus becomes nullified, like we spoke about last, last time. The sand thus becomes nullified to the floor, thereby becoming an integral part of the floor, not allowed to be done. Okay, so the Sefer Shabbos home explains what's very, something very important, where, whereby we could start to see um, a little bit of the distinction between a so-called utensil, which, again, we didn't start talking about, uh, between a utensil and karka, which obviously is much stricter. Anything to do with the structure is much stricter. So he explains like this on page 412, that let's say somebody has a small a, a utensil, a small utensil, or a small uh, item, whatever the case is. He says like this, that attaching a, sm- attaching a small utensil to a structure is, in other words, let's say I have a small utensil of a small item, a small small bookcase, a small whatever the case is, a shelf, or whatever it is. It's a small thing. It's less than 40 saw. So as we know, we've been talking about that. We'll go into the um, halachas of a utensil, a small utensil, which wh- whereby the halachas of building are easy. It doesn't mean they're always mutter. It depends what, when, and where. But he says like this, attaching a small utensil to a, um, to a structure, but what, right once the person is going to attach it to the structure of the house, is regarded as building the structure itself. He says further, does it say for Shabbos home? This has ramifications in the case of utensil whose parts are always loosely joined. Okay, what that means we have to talk about, but which is attached to the wall of the building. Okay. Although assembling a small utensil that is made to be joined loosely is generally permitted in certain instances, we're going to have to see how that works exactly. In this case, okay, in the case whereby it's being attached to a structure to the house or the like, in this case it would be also for by assembling the utensil one is adding to the building. In other words, even what he's trying to say is that even if one has a case whereby a utensil is allowed to be put together in 
certain instances, the fact that it's now being attached to the building, it becomes part of the structure of the building, even though it's a small utensil. It's, it's important to keep this in mind, and not because people sometimes think that, oh, it's a small item, it's less than 40 saw, it's a small little thing, I could do what I, you know, certain things on it I'm allowed to do, which are easier as opposed when it comes to the building. The problem is when it's attached to the house, it's attached to the wall, the ceiling, the floor, the like, it becomes part of the house. And by doing so, it's con- considered Moisif Alabinim. But once it's attached, it's a problem because it takes on the halachas. It takes on the halachas of the structure itself. Now, the inyanim make things usher to deal with this utensil, he explains, which it will be takabi also, even if it's added, the object is added and it's not firmly attached. The fact that it's attached to the structure takes on halachas of structure. And as we know, the halachas of structure, the halachas of karka, even if something is attached loosely, it's a problem on Shabbos. Okay, accordingly, oh, so he says, so, so what, would be, what would be a case like this? He brings down a case, which is something which we discussed, but we get a better idea. Accordingly, if a loose-fitted sliding door comes off a tract of a small bookcase, okay, we spoke about last time, a big bookcase, right? We all understand, a big bookcase, even if it's not attached to the wall, a big bookcase, more than 40 some, more than 150 gallons, a big uh, wall-sized bookcase, even though it might not be attached to the, to, to the house itself, to the wall, um, if a door came off off the track, it's it's a problem one is not allowed to put it back. But now he's saying even further that accordingly, if a loose-fitting sliding door comes off the track of a small bookcase, which is for smaller than 40 saw, which one might think, oh, one second, that's less, than, um, that's falling into the, the uh, halachas of utensil, which we're going to see a little bit easier. The fact that it's, but the point we want to bring out right now is that the fact that it's attached to the wall of the house, one may not reinsert it. One would not be allowed to reinsert this door on the tracks, even though it might have a halacha of a smaller utensil. It's not 40 saw, it's not something that might hold 150 gallons, but the fact that it's attached to the wall of the house one may not reinsert it these these doors back on the track, even though it's a small bookcase. Okay, so now he explains further, like we said, since the bookcase is attached to the building, it's regarded as part of the building. By reinserting the door, one is adding to the building. Again, even though it's considered a small bookcase, the point is, again, what we're trying to say over here, what we're trying to explain, once an item, even though being smaller than the 40 saw that we've been talking about, whereby you would have a din of a utensil, once it gets attached to the building, to the structure, ceiling, wall, or floor, doesn't make a difference, that becomes, uh, it takes on the halachas of the structure itself and takes on the halachas of karka building. And thereby, even doing a small act whereby it's done loosely uh, would also be running into a problem. Something like we just saw also, with if, even if the door falls off the track, of a small bookcase, one can put it back. One would not be allowed to put it back. Okay, so one more example he brings interesting that which we have to talk about in reference to a small bookcase that taking the shelves in and out and when the pegs come in and out and it's made to come in and out, we're going to see sometimes one would possibly would be allowed to, um, you know, put in the shelf. But we have to see how that works. We're not saying Mutarasa right now, but one thing is for sure, which he does bring down, does it say for Shabbos home? Again, we're trying to go in a categorical um, fashion 
step by step. Right now we're just talking still about structure and we're trying to work on items which are attached to the structure itself, even though they're smaller than 40 saw. Even though they're on a smaller level, they might take on a halacha of a utensil, but once they're attached, that is where the problem comes into play. So he explains as a Sefer Shabbos home, this holds true oh, if a bookcase um, if a bookcase is attached to the wall, it is regarded as part of the structure. In that case, one would be also to replace to shelves or pegs, even if they are attached loosely. Again, in certain cases, we, which we have to talk about, a smaller bookcase whereby it's not attached to the wall sometimes would be allowed and possibly to be allowed to be put in the shelves um, loosely or the like. But one thing is for sure that he, which is our case, which he does bring down, if the bookcase is attached to the wall, making it part of the structure of the house, making it into, again, karka, um, giving it the stricter halachas, that would be regarded, again, part of the structure. In that case, one is also to replace the shelves or pegs, even if they are attached loosely. Again, because of the fact, keeping in mind that it has a din of karka, um, the structure, and thereby even putting it in loosely, it takes on the prohibition of building on a structure, Moisev al Habinyan, adding something to an existing structure. We're going to see, we'll talk about the smaller items as we moving in, but sort of moving in slowly into the, um, uh, the, the category of utensils, and we'll see how that work. Right now, we just, again, we want to just you know, end off with this, that the bottom line is, even though an item is small utensil, once it's attached, it takes on the structure itself and takes on all the various different halachas, which we've been talking about, of karka, of the structure itself. And thereby putting something in loosely is a problem to do on Shabbos. Thank you for listening. Aslach and Baruch